In nomine Patris, affiliate Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, Creator blessed, and in our souls take up thy rest. Come with thy grace and heavenly aid to fill the hearts which thou hast made. The following is a reading from Dom Prosper Guernsey's The Liturgical Year. Monday, within the octave of the Ascension. Orex Gloriae, Domine Virtutum, qui triumphator, Hodie super omnes celos ascendisti, dererinquas, nos ofanos, sermite promissum patris innos spiritum veritatis. Alleluia. O King of glory, Lord of hosts, who didst this day ascend in triumph above all the heavens, leave us not orphans, but send upon us the spirit of truth promised by the Father. Alleluia. The kingship over men is not only the diadem given to our Emmanuel at his ascension. The apostle expressly tells us that he is, moreover, the head of all principality and power. Colossians 2.10 Noble indeed is man, but nobler far are the glorious choirs of the angelic hierarchy. We have already seen that in the great trial whereby God tested the love of his angels, many rebelled and were cast into hell. The rest who were faithful entered at once into the possession of their sovereign good, and began round the throne of God, their ceaseless hymns of adoration, love, and thanksgiving. But a portion of their happiness was reserved till the fulfillment of one of God's decrees. Laden as they are with the most magnificent gifts, they await another. It is to be the completion of their joy and glory. God revealed to them at the first instant of their coming into existence that he intended to create other beings of a nature inferior to their own, and that of these beings, who were to be composed of body and soul, there should be one whom the eternal word would unite to himself in unity of person. It was also revealed to them that his human nature, for whose glory and for God's all things were made, was to be the firstborn of every creature, Colossians 1.15, that all angels and men would have to bend their knees before him, that after suffering countless humiliations on earth, he would be exalted in heaven, and finally, that the time would be when the whole hierarchy of heaven, the principalities and powers, yea, even the cherubim and seraphim, would have him placed over them as their king. The angels then, as well as men, looked forward to the coming of Jesus. The angels awaited him that was to confer upon them their final perfection, give them unity under himself as their head, and bring them into closer union with God by the union of the divine and created natures in his own person. As to us men, we awaited him as our redeemer and our mediator, as our Redeemer, because sin had closed heaven against us, and we needed one that would restore us to our inheritance, as our Mediator, because it was the eternal decree of God to communicate his own glory to the human race by union with himself. Whilst therefore the just ones on earth, who lived before the Incarnation, were pleasing to God by their faith in this future Redeemer and Mediator, the angels in heaven were offering to the Divine Majesty the homage of their profound service of this man-God, their future King, who in virtue of the eternal decree was ever present to the Ancient of Days. Daniel 7.9 At length the fullness of time came, Galatians 4.4, 4, 
and God, as the apostles, as the apostle expresses it, brought into the world his first begotten, Hebrews 1.6, the prototype of creation. The first to adore the newborn king were not men, but the angels, as the same apostle assures us. The royal prophet had foretold that it would be so, Psalm 96.7. And was it not just? These blessed spirits had preceded us in their longings, not indeed for a redeemer, for they had never sinned, but for a mediator who was to be the link of their closer union with, the, with infinite beauty, the object of their eternal delight, and a word who was to fill up the void there seemed to be even in heaven by taking the place destined for him. Then was accomplished the act of adoration of the man-god, which was demanded of the angels at the first moment of their creation, and which, according to its being complied with or refused, decided the eternal lot of these noble creatures. With what love did the faithful angels adore Jesus, the Word, made flesh, when they beheld him in his mother's arms at Bethlehem? With what transports of joy did they announce to the shepherds, and to us through them, the glad tidings of the birth of our common King? As long as he lived upon this earth and submitted to every humiliation and suffering in order to redeem us from sin and make us worthy to become his members, the blessed spirits ceased not to contemplate and adore him. The ascension came, and from that day forward, it is on the throne prepared at the Father's right hand that they behold and adore their Lord and King. At the solemn moment of Jesus' ascension, a strange joy was felt in each choir of the heavenly hierarchy, from the burning seraphim to the angels who are nearest to our own human nature. The actual possession of a good, whose very expectation had filled them with delight, produced an additional happiness in those already infinitely happy spirits. They fixed their enraptured gaze on Jesus' beauty and were lost in astonishment at seeing how flesh could so reflect the plenitude of grace that dwelt in that human nature as to outshine their own brightness. And now by looking on this nature, which though inferior to their own is divinized by its union with the eternal word, they see into further depths of the uncreated sea of light. Their love is more burning, their zeal is more impetuous, their hymns are more angelic, for as the church says of them, the angels and archangels, the powers and dominations, the cherubim and seraphim praise the majesty of the Father through his Son, Jesus Christ. Perquem maestatem tuam laudant angeli. Add to this the joy these heavenly spirits must have experienced at seeing the immense multitude that accompanied Jesus from earth to heaven. These, according to their respective merits, were divided among the various choirs and placed on thrones left vacant by the fallen angels. Their bodies are not yet united to their souls, but is not their flesh already glorified and that of Jesus? When the time fixed for the general resurrection comes, the trumpet of the great archangel will be heard, 1 Thessalonians 4.15, and then these happy souls will again put on their ancient vesture, the mortal made immortal. Then will the holy angels with fraternal enthusiasm recognize in Adam's features a likeness of Jesus and in those of Eve a likeness of Mary, and the resemblance will be even greater than it was when our first parents were innocent and happy in the Garden of Eden. Come quickly, O thou glorious day, wherein the bright mystery of the ascension is to receive its final com completion, and the two choirs of angels and men are to be made one in love and praise under the one head, Christ Jesus. It is St. Ambrose who is to help us today by the following beautiful hymn to celebrate the mystery of the triumph of our human nature in Jesus. The hymn is inserted in the breviary of Milan. Optatus votis omnium sacratus 
iluxit dies, cos Christus mundi spes Deus, conscendit celos arduos. The sacred day longed for by us all hath shone upon us, the day whereon Christ our God, the hope of the world, ascended to the highest heavens. Ascendens in altum dominus, propriam ad sedem remeans, gavisa sunt celi regna, reditu unigeniti. When our Lord ascended on high, returning to his rightful throne, the kingdom of heaven rejoiced, for it was the return of the only begotten of the Father. Magni triumphum predi, mundi preempto principe, patris presentant vultibus, victricis carnis gloriam. O triumph of the great battle, having defeated the prince of the world, Jesus presents to his Father the flesh that had won the glorious victory. Est elevatus nubibus, et spem fecit credentibus, eperiens paradisum quem proplastus clausarat. He was raised up on a cloud, and opening the gate of heaven, which our first parent had closed against us, he inspired believers with hope. O grande cunctis gaudium, cor partus nostre virginis, post sputa flagra, post crucem, paterne sedi iungiter. What a joy was this to all mankind, that the son of our virgin mother, after being spit upon and scourged and crucified, was placed upon his father, father's throne. Agamus ergo gratias, nostre salutis vindici, nostrum quod corpus vexarit, sublimem ad celi regiam. Let us then give thanks to him that avenged us and wrought our salvation, for that he took our flesh and made it dwell in the heavenly courts above. Sit nobis cum celestibus, commune manens gaudium, ilis quod se prestantavit, nobis quod se non abstutulit. Let there be a lasting fellowship of joy between the angels and, and us. They rejoice because he offered himself to their delighted gaze, we because he ceased to be not to be our brother. Nunc provocatis actibus, Christum expectare non decet, Vit, vitaque tali vivere, que posit celos shandere. It behooves us now by the practice of virtues, of which he has set us the example, to await our union with Christ, and so to live as to merit our ascension into heaven. Gloria tibi domine, qui scandis supersidera, cum patre et sancto spiritu, in sempeterna secula. Amen. Glory be to thee, O Lord, who ascendest above the stars, and to the Father, and to the Holy Ghost, for everlasting ages. Amen. We may use this prayer of the Mozarabic breviary wherewith to close the day. O Jesus, the power and wisdom of God, who coming down from heaven for our sake and for our salvation, deignedest to clothe thyself in human flesh, that by a most merciful union thou mightest clothe us with thy divinity, and that by ascending into heaven thou mightest enrich with immortality the mortality thou assumedest by its descending upon our earth. Grant we beseech thee by the merit of this day's solemnity, whereon we rejoice at and desire to imitate thine ascension. 
that we may acknowledge the favor of this most loving dispensation by paying to thy mercy the only homage in our power, the offering of our praise, and awaiting thy second coming, which is to console us with joys eternal. Amen. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Spiritus illustrazione dopo isti, 